Hello, hello. Welcome to the Back Porch Podcast. I'm Corey Dempsey. And I'm Andrew Beam. We are here this week with our good friend, John Yost. Yes, you are. Ah. There he is with his fucking weird whisper. I hate when he does it. Oh, my God. And we are here to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Cage. Definitely the myth. There's a lot of myth about this dude. Yeah. Or mythos surrounded around Nick, except, Nicolas Cage. Except when he like marries someone and like annuls it like two days later and he's very forward about his behavior. I mean, that's fine. Ah. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> I feel like that new movie is like very spot on about his personality. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. So the reason we are doing this podcast Jesus. right now is because of this new movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is out April 22nd, this yes. Friday. Yeah, yes. This coming Friday. Excited. Very excited about this movie. The trailer looks fucking wild. And in that movie, it seems to be capturing the essence of Nick Cage, mm. given like, that he's playing a version of himself. I mean, yeah, it just seems to be literally just the essence of him. Whether it's like real or not, whether this is a more exaggerated version of himself... It has the essence of what we all think Nick, big Nick Cage energy truly is. This true meta kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing is we are going to be looking at the late period of Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. 2017 to 2021, he made 22 movies in this time period. I thought it was 23. It is 20. It's kind of 23. We'll get to that. That's a lot. Okay. It's 22 movies for sure. Kind of a 23rd. We'll talk about it. And yeah. We're going to power rank them both in terms of quality and in terms of Nick Cage energy. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you have to do with Nicolas Cage movies, right? There's a reason why you love some. Some of them are really, really good, right? Others, you just love it because Nick Cage goes full Nick Cage. Cage, Yeah, Yeah, it's not a very good movie, but Nick Cage is doing some things. Yep. And it makes it somewhat enjoyable some of the time. Nick Cage is good Cage. Things are, it's a way to describe it. It is. What beer... Are we taking on this Nick Cage journey beam? Well, the one thing that I truly respect about Nicolas Cage is his full appreciation for acting. Mm -hmm. Whenever you listen to that guy do an interview or even he has a chance to talk about acting, he loves and is obsessed with and is thankful and grateful for every aspect of it. So when I feel like when we're doing something like this, a list of 20 some odd movies that he did within a span of four years. Oh my God. That... To him, it's just an honest day's work. So I have a beer that is a collaboration between between Crossroads Brewing Company and Sure Thing called Honest Work. It is a rustic lager. Mm. I think we just need to crack it open. We do. So, Corey, I, I feel like I need to bring this up in terms of the origin for, of the idea for this podcast. Please do. I think we were just talking about the fact that Nicolas Cage made a fuck ton of movies in a very, like from in the 2010s. Uh, it looked like he was literally just saying yes to any damn movie that came in front of him. Yes. Now, we knew that we needed to condense that, right? We couldn't do all of that. That was just insane. We couldn't... We did it with at least uh, Tom Cruise, who will 
get to hopefully in a later podcast episode. But that man is selective as hell, though. Yeah, he's only ha- yeah. he has forty six movies. Nick Cage has twenty two in four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty two yeah, yeah. in four years. Did, like, so we just career in like th- yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to take in condensed version because especially during this time frame, twenty two movies. That's quite a bit. Yeah. However. It just so happened that while we were in the middle of doing our prep for this episode, meaning watching all of those movies, mm-hmm. there's a movie that's coming out in a well a week from when we're recording this, where he's gonna play himself, yeah. and it, it just, the way that it played out <laughs> just makes me so mind. pleased. Oh, dude, it blew my mind. I think Nick Cage knew we were doing this. It's part of the mythos of Nick Cage, he I, knows all. I kind of thought about that, like somehow he would know. Yeah, I mean, and you came to me this with this idea. I think it was honestly after we watched that movie, Mom and Dad. Yeah, we were planning a different episode, so we watched that, and which I still like, want to do. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. But then we were like on the Nick Cage train, and honestly, when you first asked me to do it, I was so upset. I was fucking like angry because I was like, "There's so much trash in here." Mm. And I'm gonna sit through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, t- please tell them about what happened when we first started this journey. What you did? You continue? Uh, oh yeah, I made. I I wrote Nick Cage diaries, and I wrote a diary entry for every movie that I watched, and oh, most boy. of it was me rage writing at Beam. I was literally <laughs> reading about myself and <laughs> his was, diary entries, being right, like, "I'm right. so mad at him right now." I'm so mad at Beam right now, and I was just sitting there watching this movie, being mad at Beam. But then, as it went on, I started to gain more of an appreciation. Don't get me wrong. There were still a lot of movies I fucking hated and I'm up, upset that I watched, but overall I did enjoy my experience and this was a worthwhile endeavor. Well, the thing like, I mean to talk about this is like the thing about he, yeah, so he did 24 movies and maybe four of them are good. And what he does is he gives wow. himself completely to every single director and maybe he shouldn't because most of these directors are like have no idea what they're like direct to video directors not like so so that like becomes a motivation like are you like let's just be Nick Cage and be Nick Cage like and do, do 24 movies or is it just he needs the right director like this like he, if you give you know again, again if you're an actor and you're like I'm not an actor but like as a director like if I get someone who's an actor is like I'm going to be like not only meta and be Nick Cage, but I'm going to give you everything. Like, do you use that well? Do you harness that or do you squander that? I guess. And so, so watching some of these, like some people are like, no, this is like, let's harness this energy, this amazing energy. And some people are just like used him as a name. And so yeah. it was that for him on the other end, was that him to get some yayas out? Was it him to be, Let's practice. Let's keep going as an actor. Let's try. Let's let's give ourselves to the the process. Or was that him? Like I need a paycheck, and some of these people are worth it. And some people, are like, no, I don't know. Like I can't, I can't tell his, you know, where he comes from. All that, but that's what it seems like to me. It just seems like, dude, if you got Nick Cage and you were a competent fucking director, you would you would get something amazing out of him if you had the right project. So I completely agree about the director point because I do think there are movies on this list that are truly phenomenal and use Nick Cage very well. To go on your point, though, about Nick Cage, Mm -hmm. I started off thinking this was a paycheck thing. Mm -hmm. I came out of it thinking not that at all. And this dude is just a dude who loves to act. And he just wants to work. Yeah. 
and he's just willing to do anything. And that's the way I feel and about I actually it. Well, like no, that. I mean, so you actually, I think, are kind of spot on with that. So I watched a bunch of interviews. I did watch the Hollywood Reporter's uh, Roundtable. He did another like podcast interview recently. I think it was, I think another one with like Hollywood Reporter just to talk about Pig. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like another interview or like a bunch of like all these like clips I think he did with like GQ Magazine and what he talked about with GQ because he did a big, they did a big piece on him ahead of the unbearable weight of massive talent. Right. Um, but when he, the one thing that I noticed in terms of the theme, in terms of it in each one, when he talked about, so he touches on like this time period in 2010 mm-hmm. where he almost went bankrupt, right? Right. Yep. Ridiculous amount of spending. I think what he mm-hmm. outbid Leonardo DiCaprio on a fucking old dinosaur skull, like just all these several properties, well, I mean, all like, these it's insane things. in the trailer things. for the new movies is like, I'll take that for 20 grand. Like he was, he was known for... And he's self-aware about yes. it to a to yeah. a to a yeah. large extent. Of course, yeah. And he mentioned that, and he has said, you know what, though, like, you can you know say whatever. Like, part of that is true, yes, but at the same time, that doesn't mean I didn't give my all. Like, I gave everything in each one of those mm-hmm. movies, and I were kind of where I agree with Corey that I think the dude, the way he talks about acting, he just wants to do it, and to him as well, it's pr- it's legitimate practice. He's mm-hmm. constantly referred to it as practice that it's sharpening his tool like it's that sort of stuff he sees value in working with all these different people like mm-hmm. he doesn't like being attached to something is is kind of what i've gathered in a lot of interviews he doesn't like he just wants to do he wants to do different things work with different people he talked about trying to from pig in pig where he tried to learn from alex wolf so i think the dude just has an insane appreciative yeah. for appreciation yeah. for it so it's like maybe directors like you know, and it, I guess I can see it because he because the path of which he could go on, you feel like it's squandered. But well, it's almost like he's like baseline just killing it, and the the movies are like, oh, that's kind of garbage. Like, and the movies that are fantastic, you can just see he is collaborating with a talent on that on its own in the directing and 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 you know whatever the crew and you know the people making that particular film when they're good. Like, you could see that there's. He's meeting the other people, you know, halfway, and they're, they're creating something nice. And then in the other ones, he's carrying some of these other people, not to be mean to, to those people. I'll be mean to those people, but, you know, maybe they're shit. Maybe they're fucking, like, you know, they're making it like, oh, we're going to make another movie. And, like, we get Nick Cage, and he's, but he is doing the work. They are not living up to the work. And that's like, I mean, we'll go into the, like, I think my, my favorite recently in the last decade is Port of Call with uh, Werner Herzog. Like, he is matching Werner Herzog. Like, it's a, it's a match. Like, I think he matches the people that he collaborates with, and I think that's fantastic. You can definitely check the vibe of the yeah. movie and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and swim in it. Yeah. I mean, I would love to work with the fucking guy. Like, holy shit, dude, it'd be amazing. Yeah, and normally, you know, I'd put my cynic hat on and be like, he's just saying that about these things to, like, cover up being in shit movies. Mm-hmm. But he's such a genuine guy that I don't feel cynical about it at all. I feel like he genuinely approaches it with the utmost professionalism, no matter who the fuck he's working with, whether they're the Mm -hmm. bottom of the barrel director slash actor or fucking, you know, Werner Herzog, an absolute legend. Like he's he's treating them all with the same amount of respect and gravitas as like any of them. And I respect the shit out of it. Like yeah. I really do. I, I was well, but I but you you agree with me though. You can see then 
it seems like then his best performance, or like the ones you're like, oh, I love that movie, is because he's feeding off the energy of, of someone also who's yes. just like maybe matching him on the direction of, you know, just, just I mean, just even even the director's shit, like the whole crew is like vibing. Like, I mean, like, you know, there seems to be like some energy there. And so maybe that's, I've been thinking about it a lot lately and thinking about it since you asked me to be on this podcast. I wonder if he, I wonder if he loves fine, like, let's do 24, like, let's, let's spatter it. And like I'm gonna give it all and see who comes back with it. Yeah. And then like enjoy those things and then those moments he's like nah, not so much but like gets paid and moves on and I don't I don't know. I mean be, be very in- very interesting kind of thing to do as an uh, as an artist is to just be like I'm available. Let's see who's out there. Yeah, let's and just like, do yeah, this. Well, let's hang out. Let's what's, work. Yeah. What's funny too yeah. is he was doing like a like a going on social media because he has zero like social media presence whatsoever. Oh really. And he was just like going through these questions, and one of them was just like, "Have you turned?" <laughs> Almost like asking, "Have you even turned down a movie?" And he's like, "There are many. I know that everyone likes to believe that I just say yes to everything, but right. there are many yeah, yeah, I've yeah, said yeah, no yeah, to." Yeah, yeah. which I, wanna I think see, is interesting. I want to see that list of the yeah, movies. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, did any of them trips, eventually yeah. get made, or yeah. like, what did they turn into? Or, that that I'd be interested in. Well, it's almost like the Stephen King like. Um, you know, being at Spencer's thing the other day, it's like it's almost like the Stephen King, like you know, Dollar Babies, or like, I mean, he's very open, like make my novels into movies. Like you wonder which don't ones don't get made, which ones do get made. Like so, like, I mean, being open as an artist is different than being open as a collaborator. Or means different than being in a collaborative situation. So yeah, it's very interesting. I, I'd be curious to read all the ones he was like nah it's like, I mean, that's Citizen Kane's like nah no, is, like, it, is it something <laughs> you disagree me. with though I mean as an approach to I guess a career I mean not at all but dude if, I, I would make 15 movies a month if like I had the money like I, I would I mean I, I kind of agree with this uh, I, I'd love the idea of it actually like if I was Nick Cage and I could say no to 100, but say yes to 20 per year, or say yes to 10 per year, constantly be on set, constantly be doing my craft that I like, and get paid for it. I mean, like, that's kind of the dream. Yeah, well, I, I, I like feel like that. it's given yeah. him the range, though, that he's yeah, able to have yeah. it, sort of, in a way, too. Yeah. Because he's just willing to tackle, or go after whatever role, however absurd it may be. Dude, Willie's Wonderland, he doesn't say a word. <laughs> oh, my God. He doesn't say a that word. so... Just, like... So good. It's one, uh, one of my favorite movies of last year. Like, I, like and, same, and just like without him though, that movie is not as good. No, it's that's not, fine. It's not terrible, but it's not as good. And like, and that is, but it's not like oh, like it's. I wasn't okay, upset by it. You want to know why? Because he seems so into it. And that's where I think he grounds us all. Like when we watch these films, like he is the person that grounds us in this kind of like so, like solidarity of his presence throughout it. And then I, I, I want to say that's the baseline then that you start judging all of them, not judging all of them, but like you start to you know, like, oh, that was a good one. And that wasn't like because you you judge the line that is the cage. man. I mean, I also think to a certain extent now that the uh, unbearable weight of massive talent is really just him being like, guys, seriously, I'm fine. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, everything's I'm, I'm, I'm fine. fine. Good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I came into it thinking like he was an insane person. <laughs> And I, I still think, so. think that to a degree, but he's really just insanely dedicated to his craft, yeah. yeah. which is a weird craft because you're constantly embodying other people. And of course, you're going to be a little nuts if you do that all the mm-hmm. time. 
So yes, he's still nuts, but not in the way that I thought he was. Like I thought he was off the reservation. He's with not, it. No, he's very just like intelligent. Very, uh, uh, very uh, bizarre I mean, dude, and I respect the shit out of him. I mean, he literally had to play a guy who was playing a different guy who was actually himself, like in a movie. I mean, That's difficult. Playing the dude, playing the other dude. Sorry, we can't go to that. <laughs> yeah, so that actually provides a nice little segue because what I want to talk about is our introductions to Nick Cage. Mm. We've talked about our recent relationship with his movies and this kind of recent development, but let's back up to like the 90s because, you know, we're mostly Mm. 90s babies here. What was your first Cage experience? Because mine was what we just talked about, Face Off. Mm. Oh, was it really? That was like my introduction. I had that on VHS in my house. I was obsessed with that fucking movie. I thought it was amazing, and it's I still do. Oh, yeah, it's great film. That was my introduction to Cage mm-hmm. and him playing someone who was playing someone else who was playing, like, a third guy, and it's just a wild movie. Yeah. What was your introduction to Cage? My introduction was uh, same year, not same year came coming out movie-wise, but it was um, Con Air, and I'm like, who is this guy? And then Raising Arizona, and actually... Uh, it's funny because Nick Cage actually got me into like so Raising Arizona, so Coen Brothers, so this thing, so Blood Simple, so this other stuff, and like, um, yeah, he kind of got me into it was it was years around those years I was getting into a lot of like looking into new films and like films like train you know like what is films and like that kind of thing. I was younger, but yeah, so I have to say Con Air. I was just like this guy is fucking kind of off the rails. Yeah, but kind of good, but kind of like what the fuck? And like I already knew, I already knew John Cusack, so it was like I should know that guy. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And so that was what ninety six. You're looking up right right now. I am. Was it ninety six? I think right ninety seven. I think it was ninety seven, and it was Face Off and Con Air in the same. I year. I think it was the same year. Same I, year. I think I saw. Yep. I, well, then I saw Face Off, and I already knew him. So that yeah. was yeah. So that was the thing. So, um, and then The Rock was another one, but I don't think I saw The Rock when it came out. The Rock was a couple years earlier, I think. I never saw it until after. I don't know why. Like, no, I can't but, remember. I mean, the because, point you were making about the director thing, though, because mm-hmm. like he introduced me to John Woo with Face Off, mm-hmm. introduced me to the Coen Brothers with Raising Arizona, yeah, introduced yeah. me to Michael Bay with The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Like sure. all these directors who, you know, I have mixed relationships with them, but like I love John Woo movies. I fucking love Coen Brother movies. Yeah. I love a lot of Michael Bay movies and hate an equal number. But like, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, those they're fun. 90s Cage movies were like so important to me. Yeah, yeah, Snake Eyes yeah. 2 was the first De Palma movie I saw. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That See, it's fun, so funny. Like, um, I saw Untouchables first. And I was like, oh, this De Palma guy. And then was it Heat? And I say Heat. No, Heat is Michael Mann. Oh, shit. Did I fuck that up? I did fuck that up. Scarface is De Palma. Right. That, okay. that led me yep. there. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Carrie. Like, yep. that, I it all backed up from Snake Eyes. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw Snake Eyes, and I didn't like Snake Eyes, though. Didn't care for it. I he mean, was great, but I just was like, this movie is not very good. Fair enough. Beam, what about you? I hadn't really seen many of them. And the reason probably just was, was just like, I wasn't allowed to. How old were you? 97, I was 10. 
Jesus. Yeah. I want to say I was watching those movies, though, closer to like 2000, 2001. Okay. Because I just got a bunch of them on like VHS tapes. So you guys have an excuse. You were children. And I was was a full-blown 18-year-old teenager. (laughs) That's fine. I should be watching these movies. We didn't have to. This is my problem. We didn't have to bring that up. But no, I mean, so like for (laughs) me. Harris ran a tight ship. He wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff. Oh, really? That's what I'm discovering on the spot. Yeah, Yeah, dude. What did you want? What did you watch? I don't even. I, we'll do a quick segue. What, what did you want? I don't as really a child? even. I can't really even tell you now. Ghostbusters. Okay, well, great movie. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. At ten, I did. I did because I came out. I think I was able to like sneak some of them, but it was like when four. I went over to our friend John's house. Yeah. Oh, okay. That like it, it's not sneak them. It was just like that's how I saw Starship Troopers and stuff like that. Although my parents oddly, yeah, so my parents been, oddly showed me. They showed right. me Backdraft. Oh, that's a good movie. That's a, good Which movie. That's a solid movie. It, I thought it was a solid movie, but that was R-rated, and they had no idea until we went and rent it to rent it one time. Well, just cause and I took it and I opened it up. Must be. Well, it's pretty gory, too. Violent stuff with the fires. Dude, well, a guy, guess, a guy yeah. literally gets impaled. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but like, but like it's, it's kind it's, of violent. It's Ron Howard R. Ron Howard R. Is totally a soft R. I totally hear what you're saying, but he's a soft R. I'm just my the point I'm trying to make with it is sure. they accidentally showed me an R movie, and I feel like they oh, just vowed they to never make that mistake again. Wow. Okay. Um. No, that's, but anyway, so like in terms of I, but I always saw like on TV, like I think Comedy Central would always have Raising Arizona on. You had a Comedy Central. <laughs> you. God damn it! I was a kid. I didn't watch on VHS. Whoa, okay, <laughs> I get it from a store. I had to go to a store. This isn't a where, blockbuster. This yeah. isn't where I thought this anger would be coming oh, from. But so. I, you know, I had seen like The Rock, Con Air, mm. you know, fantastic movies. Gone in sixty seconds, of course. Uh, um, yes, 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 you know, yes. I've seen a bunch of them. I, one of my, I mean, I guess now, do we want to at least go to like favorite Nick Cage movies? Yeah, sure. where, where we had a because. Movie. I think where my appreciation for him truly came from, though, like Nicolas Cage as the actor, was Matchstick Men, and then Adaptation. Like, those two movies, I love them very much. You don't like Matchstick Men. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... it's just like, But you get angry about it. No, Why can't no, I no, like no, that no, movie? No, no, you, no, you totally can't. I'm sorry. I'm not angry, but I'm just like... I'm like just starting are. to realize that, like, you came in... It's like you walked into the room <laughs> where the conversation was already happening. And you're like, this guy's pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. no, like, young. Younger. I guess Stop that, being angry about being old. I'm not angry. Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. It's a difficult, it's a difficult thing to answer, though, because like, if I'm thinking about my favorite Nick Cage movie, then obviously I'm bringing in the quality of the movie into it. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, it is probably adaptation. Spike Jones, like that's a brilliant it's a solid fucking movie. I'm not movie. shitting on your. No, I'm well, no, his performance too is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, that's fantastic, dude. I'm not. No, I'm just realizing how old I am. And listen, Matchstick Men <laughs> might not be like the greatest movie, but the it's thing not. that I remember about it, okay, the thing that I remember about it the most though is Nicolas Cage. His performance in that was, I thought, Nick great. Cage and uh, Sam Rockwell playing off each other. They were is fi- that, awesome. like that whole dynamic was one of my. I that that's what always stands out to me about that movie. I always like to put this in now. We can move forward, but you guys. Need to do a podcast about Sam Rockwell because that man's amazing. Oh, I love him too. I would be on that one 100%. But, anyways, let's keep but adaptation is probably like his best movie and best performance. But my favorite yeah. Nick Cage movie is absolutely Face Off. Yeah, of course. It's the one I've seen the most. It's the one where he's completely batshit. Fucking nuts. And like the faces he makes. and He makes Travolta go batshit. Like Travolta's gone batshit, but he hasn't gone Nick Cage batshit. And he literally had to because he had to play Nick Cage. Yeah. yeah he had to match I like that he, energy. I actually like he, like he made Travolta like 
kind of have to match that energy. So I'm like, it almost like seems unnatural for Travolta to match that. And it's like, that's yeah. why I almost feel like, like oh, we. You're like just like you're just like you're trying to be Nick Cave. You can't do it. That's you why can't. I almost feel like he was able to do what he did in Basic. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, yes, before we move on, what is your favorite Cage movie? Is it Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans? I think it is, actually. <laughs> oh like, God. legit. <sighs> I mean, like... In, is that fucking real? Come on. In my favorites of favorites? Yeah, man, I love wow. it. Yeah, right. I think it's fantastic in that. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because, like, I love Werner Herzog stuff, and I just like, I just like, like we, I just said before, like, he, it feels like he went into this and he matched Werner, and he just like, let's make this happen. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, there's just something special about it. It's it's off the rails. It's unhinged. It's a little just messy. Um, it's a little it's a little uh, rock and roll lo-fi. I, I kind of dig it. So, I, it, not my maybe not my favorite favorite, but definitely of the last decade for sure. So, fair enough. Yeah. Last decade, it's Pig. Pig was fucking amazing. Yeah. We're going to talk about it a lot. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of, we are going to power rank these movies. All right. I'm going to rattle through a bunch of the ones that I have on the bottom. Bottom. The bottom. Okay. We'll start there, and then we'll so actually the get into. Here? I gotcha. We'll get into the actual okay. stuff. Oh, soon. then I'm definitely going to interject on a few of them. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm going to start. The bottom is inconceivable. Oh yeah. All right. Go yeah. Ahead. Go. Oh god. That fucking movie. Can we just like talk about it for a hot second, though? I didn't though? watch it. I didn't even watch it. I was just kidding. Don't. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking I, awful. I, I, I saw. I, I, yeah, actually, you guys sent me the list. I was like, read it. I'm like, no, I'm not watching that. <laughs> it was. It, it's a movie that literally made me mad at it. <laughs> yeah, because because like Nicolas Cage wasn't terrible in it. He's also not allowed to be Cage. He's like playing it straight the whole time. Yeah, he's oh, paying like, like, it's like all those like uh, Christian ones he's done recently. Like, dude, it was so. Uh, yeah, it no was good. so no un Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It was just, like, he wasn't bad, but it was just like, wow, I didn't know you could do this, which actually was kind of impressive on its own. To use a bad pun, it was inconceivably bad. (laughs) Moving on. The next one is called Vengeance, A Love Story. I have that near the bottom. It's Mm. all absolutely awful. Is that the one where he plays the cop? The cop. And he just like, and runs into someone, but then tries to avenge her death. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 Literally meets her once (laughs) and then finds out that she was killed. so these are like of the recent one. Like you're yes. going to the yeah. Movie. Okay, cool. The next I have is Humanity Bureau. That movie was so fucking dull, man. I couldn't even. It was really bad. <laughs> All right, I'm like trying to think about it. I've been and doing, it's just them driving just, a lot. Just so, you know, guys, I like I saw the list and I did a lot of like uh, crib notes, like you know, the Ukraine. Yeah. For, I you know, like a lot of dummy, like twenty minute. I I did a lot of Wikipedia, so. Yeah. <laughs> So I know a little bit what you're talking about, but I'm not watching these. Don't watch any of these. Yeah, no, no, I, that's why. I'm there, there, we're yeah, going to get yeah. to a middle tier where yeah. I'm actually going to try and make the case to get you to watch them because a couple of them are right. a little bit worth it. Yeah, okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. Next, Jiu-Jitsu. Fucking mm-hmm. hated that movie. Mm-hmm. The fighting was unwatchable. I know you kind of liked it. <laughs> I don't, because it was so silly. It, it, so could be, it could be like what's the what's the one that, oh, yeah oh, go ahead sorry no but like I literally just listened so, to so there is a podcast out there by the way Nicholas Cage has once in his life referred to himself do you, yeah well, I gotta are we, find are we going what uh, what's his name um not Van Dam what's the other guy oh Steven Seagal I mean he's like a washed up piece of shit right I mean oh yeah we all know that right 
I fucking love exit wounds though with DMX. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That but, one's uh, tight. And like, I feel like Nick Cage could get into that, but he's not a piece of shit. No. Like, yeah, okay, so I found I found the thing that I that I wanted to quote. All right, he goes, "I am not a demon. I am a lizard, a shark, a heat-seeking panther." I want to be Bob Denver on acid playing the accordion. So everyone oh, has yeah, like in the name of this oh. it, this and and I'm reading this from an essay that. from Slate called The Heat Seeking Panther. <laughs> and the podcast itself is called Heat Seeking Panther. I just listened to an episode where they just explained all of jujitsu and they talked about it in such like Depth. <sighs> such terms that are just celebrating it for whatever reason cuz they're also talking to the co-producer of the movie uh, who yeah, sure. by the way the one thing that I sent to Corey that I was like, my main gripe with this film is it's called jujitsu, and I'm seeing literally no jujitsu going on right now. They have no understanding of what jujitsu is. You want to know why they called it jujitsu, though? Most people, I don't because know. Because like, I guess these are the same creators of kick, Kickboxer that oh. I guess is doing well. Uh, I've never seen it. Was? What's up? Did they know what kickboxing was when they did that one? I don't know if that matters. Kickboxer, the Van Damme movie from the 80s? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Oh. Some other piece of shit movie. Yeah, I've never seen it, but apparently, like, it's a franchise. Either way, they're these are the creators of it, and they're like, you know, they got told, like, I think from the buyers, they're like, you know, martial arts movies do well, but mm-hmm. sci-fi movies do great. Can you make a martial arts sci-fi movie? And they're like, well, you know, jujitsu. There's actually no IP for that for the word, <laughs> so they just took it. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. If there's no, yeah, absolutely absurd movie. That's, All right, we've spent too much time on jujitsu. Don't watch it. Uh, the next is two eleven. Yeah. I have one thing to say about it. This should be the greatest movie of all time because it's just the heat shootout for an entire movie. Oh, really? It's fucking dog shit. This movie sucks so bad. Uh, I wanted to go like complete uh, wild card and be like argue that this movie should be is better than Heat. I think I actually sent that as a text to Corey. Yeah, it was upsetting to me. (laughs) (laughs) He's my favorite movie of all time. I know, which is exactly great. It with that bullshit, which is exactly why I sent you that text. I know it was upsetting. Uh, The next three, real quick, running with the devil, score to settle, Grand Isle. Grand Isle should be dope, but it's not. See, all these names are shit, too. (laughs) Like they're fucking shit names, dude. Like who the fuck names these goddamn fucking movies? I mean. I will say this though, Grand Isle, Nicolas Cage went full Nick Cage. Yes. Yeah. All right. He did. It was a different kind of weird, dark Nick Cage, but it was Nick Cage. It should be better. It's dog shit though, but yeah. that movie had potential at least. I I Who agree with you. Yeah, no yeah. idea. No, no idea. Not important. Didn't even look at it. No. Okay. Don't care. It's still bottom of the barrel. Yeah. It's still the mo- okay. Cool. This is the middle tier now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are the ones that. I think we should try and convince Yost that there's some value too. Okay. I really love though that the movie that I didn't think would actually make it into this uh, realm is in here. I saved it because I knew you would want to make the case for it. No, I don't want to make. I maybe it's, you know what I will. Bottom of the barrel for me. Go ahead. So we'll start with Arsenal. Yes. <laughs> I fucking hated this movie because oh, really? it's right wing garbage. Wait, did you see it? I saw part like and then like I like did the again. I was like I was watching bits and pieces like. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like a like a right wing kind of like like sure yeah it, it was like off, however off kind of like, it may appear in my top five Nick Cage movies because let's talk about how full Nick Cage he went in this the scene where he is stabbing his brother yeah 
Oh, did he go? I don't know. He went, he just like is screaming at, I think, I don't even know if he's like screaming, I love you, like while doing it. And it's just like, it's weird. They tried to make it as this thing of like, this guy's jealous of these two brothers because they're so close, because he's not close with his brother. And he just is so upset by this close relationship of these two brothers that he kills his own brother. I've read some of this, yeah. Oh, I mean the 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 costume he had, the weird hair he the had hair going and the on, prosthetic nose, oh, were really something, Rob, baby. dude. It's just like <laughs> I all right, Cole, my son, just born. All right, and man. I watched it with him. <laughs> it was weird. He's yeah. screaming. I'm screaming. They're screaming. They're screaming. Everyone's screaming. Everyone is just screaming. Jesus Christ. So an interesting piece of trivia about this movie is it's actually a prequel slash sequel slash I don't know what, but it's a follow up to a 90s movie. Which one? Deadfall with Michael Bean. I don't even know. So it was is. directed by Christopher Coppola, okay. who is Nick right, Cage's part, brother part slash of the, part of the Coppola part of that crew. Coppola crew. Yeah. He actually appears in this movie Arsenal as the brother that Nick Cage is stabbing. Yep. No shit. And he directed this movie back in the 90s, and he's reprising his character. Now, I don't know how it works, because in Deadfall, the Nick Cage character gets burned by... He gets like his head stuck into frying grease oh. and dies. So I'm not sure the timeline of how these things take place, um, but that is an interesting piece of trivia. This movie nice. yeah. is a follow-up of sorts. Well, it's kind of nice. Sort of. Like, the family it has, together again. Like, you know. It has almost zero connection to no. it whatsoever. No. All right. The next one that I would like to make the case for is called Looking Glass. Mm. Did not see that. I don't uh, Remind me. So it's a weird kind of hotel thriller, kind of in the same way of like Bad Times at El Royale. Or the the one that was Sam Jack's or the, that old... Uh, Stephen King one, Room eighteen something or whatever. Like, oh yeah, um, shit. Uh, yeah, it was a just John Cusack, right? Was it, you know, yeah, like, yeah, Cusack yeah. and Jackson. Um, yeah, yeah. The fuck was the name of that? Two th- no, two thirty seven is the yeah. fucking shit in that's, that's Shining. Shining. But yeah, so something I'll like that, it. like Elder, like something like this, like a like yeah. A so he's like stance kind of thing. He oh. finds like a secret room where he can look into the bedroom and see some like shady events. Oh, Jesus Christ! And it's kind of like an interesting thriller. The guy from Buffy shows up into it. I forget his name. Uh, not Boreanaz, but another guy. Not Angel. What's his name? Uh, fuck, I can't remember. But We're he shows up guy. in it. <laughs> kind of a weird movie. Kind of good in parts. Hmm, okay. Good in parts. Yeah. Okay. A good a good performance from Cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plays the creepy bit quite well. Okay. And the confused bit quite well. It's a weird. It's a weird marriage he has. The next two I'm going to give you are voice performances, but they're quite interesting and good. Oh. Uh, the Crudes, A New Age, plays a caveman named Groog. Dude. I think he was born to play a caveman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the punch Groot, monkey yeah. scene? Yeah, great. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, huh? He's One of my favorite things. Him and Peter Dinklage play these, like, opposite end yeah. of the spectrum cavemen guys. Yeah, um, like little buddies and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. call themselves Banana Bros, which yeah. just makes me think about, like, LeBron and Carmelo and Chris Paul on the Banana Boat, and I want to see Nick Cage and Peter Dinklage on that same thing. What's like, really funny, like, though, is that I did the roundtable that I watched with him. Peter Dinklage is on it. It's great. Nice. I, it's just, it's also, so is Andrew Garfield, and Andrew Garfield is losing it at most of the shit that Nick Cage says, because he's just hilarious. Well, so this is quick. Just to say, like that's what I wanted to talk about before is like he slips in and out of this this uh, Hollywood royalty inside joke, outside joke, doing real stuff, not doing real stuff with ease that the 
mother, motherfucker, these people you can't do. Like, there's not a single person that I can think of other than him. I mean, maybe there's a few. But they can't do it. Like, they're just like, no, people like, I'm either else. on this side of the line or on that side of the line. Like, Hollywood's a bitch. And, like, he just, like, I'll be jokey. I won't be jokey. I'm like, maybe, like, uh, the Seth Rogans. Like, there's a few people that can, like, zip in and out of comedy. Steve Carell. Like, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, he's... That's, but no that's one coming. can make yeah. five dog shit direct-to-video movies right. and still then land themselves in, like, fucking a fucking Oscar. awesome, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hollywood film. Or, Oscar or also, like, an o- or a yeah. film that had him for talk for best actor in, yeah. mm-hmm. in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not possible for anyone else except for except Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah. Which is so, why, anyway, yeah. it's yeah. why I just, it's, it's yeah. this is, this podcast, we did obviously our Keanu Reeves appreciation podcast. Oof, I went from, let's talk about fucking insane Nick Cage's to, Nick you know, Cage let's show, let's, let's give the man his flowers, uh-huh. uh, Nick oh. Cage. Oh. The other voice performance is Teed Titans Go to the Movies, where he voices Superman. You guys sent that to me. I didn't even, I don't I like didn't, that I, one. I didn't even get to it. Like, that was bottom of the barrel for me. I don't fucking, I didn't I fuck particularly like it, but him voicing Superman was pretty funny. Well, it's just also funny because of like all the all talk the about him wanting to be, day, yeah, the yeah, death yeah, of yeah, Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So they finally gave it to him, but in a fucking cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And he which, fucking took it, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And he probably did it. Good. I'm what, assuming. dude? He's. Yeah. What does he care? It, he must have had some sort of like insight very early on, being part of that Coppola gang. Just be like, "Yo, dude, this is how it goes." Like, I, I do it, think like, part of it is the tax issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have three more in this middle tier for okay. you. Jesus I think. Christ, Hold on. on. That's right, because there's 24 of them. Fuck. Yeah, dude. A lot of movies. I have three more in the middle tier where I'm trying to convince you, and then the rest are up for consideration for top five material. Okay. The first one is called Between Worlds. The only selling point I'm going to give you is there is a sex scene montage where he is giving the business to his girlfriend's daughter. I had to think about which movie this was. Holy fuck. And his girlfriend's daughter is apparently inhabiting the spirit of his dead wife. Yep. Fuck. And there is a scene in this sex montage where Nick Cage is reading from a manuscript entitled Memories by Nick Cage in this fucking movie. She's like, read that book. And he's reading it, <laughs> quoting I, himself. I might be slightly erect. I'm not sure. He was fully erect. Yes. Fucking I'm gonna check his right new now. woman's fucking daughter. His dead wife. But and also, who's his dead wife? Like an eighteen-year-old. Also, the way know. that it, the way that this happened, where she where she was able to inhabit the body of this seven seventeen-year-old. I don't know. Please yeah, tell me I not. Think so, <sighs> barely legal is basically what this has come down. I mean, she still lives with her mother, so well. I mean, young. hey, I mean, young could still be twenties, but Number anyway, one, I mean, you know, searched on uh, Pornhub, but you know. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, so the way that she was able to inhabit this body is that. So this, this this young woman got into a motorcycle accident, was near death, and her mother, when she is choked, yeah, holy fuck. can seriously, what is it? When have she, contact with with like the spirits, only the spirits, when, only when she's choked. Yeah, she like gets choked yeah, and like no, is kind of in this weird in between death space. That's oh, the between yeah, worlds yeah, yeah. of like the living and the dead, and that's how she creates contact with his dead wife which like he chokes her right and that sounds like and, a- and, and 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 you know it brings his her daughter back to life but it's with his wife's soul and you're like well okay i don't know how that works don't worry they explain it to you it's oh. because when someone dies and uh-huh. they're with someone they love 
that person carries their soul around with him. And because he was there and had her around, she just slipped right on in. This sounds like this director liked to be choked. <laughs> and, yes, or pissed you? on and shit on. Like, I mean, like, you know, like only only do you poop in my eyes do I get to like connect. Yes, are you sold on this? Are you going to watch it? I Well, yeah, I, mean, I have a... No, there is literally a scene though when they're like flirting Nick Cage and the daughter yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like on her bike I don't know what they're they may have been um, putting a hose on the bike there's a scene where he's just like wiggling his body and she's just got the hose on him and he's just like waving his hair I mean, in the air I will watch it for that see yeah just for that moment alright the other two that are in this middle tier where I'm going to try and convince you the first is called mom and dad mm-hmm. I read that mm-hmm crazy horror movie where the parents of this town start killing all of the children. Nick Cage is one of the insane parents that starts to try and kill his children. Yeah, Yeah, both parents. Salma Hayek, right? Nick Cage is one of them. And Salma Hayek, yeah. This is a bonkers batshit movie. There's this one scene where they're like chasing the children across a football field at the high school. Dope scene. Dude, it has the most insane... I saw it, but I didn't see it. I I saw that... Of that I, scene, yeah. dude. No, I read the whole thing, oh. and I'm like, but I haven't seen the. The whole scene thing. itself yeah. is insane because during that football chase, one dad literally just grabs the garbage bag of a nearby garbage, catches up to his kid, and just puts the bag over his face, and it's just like a brutal sequence. Ooh. Yeah. Again, it's fucking. I dope. can't be this erect for this long, guys. <laughs> you guys gotta stop. All right, so Yost, Yost is in may, for both of these. Yost may pass out. <laughs> The, the last one in this middle tier before we get to the actual like cream of the crop is called Primal. It's funny. You said cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, 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 when yeah. he's yeah. erect. When Ghost is erect. Yeah, yeah, it was on purpose. Primal. Primal is where Nick Cage essentially plays Joe Exotic and he's on a yep. boat. Yep. Yep. And he's yep. fighting alligators yep. and other creatures. And, and the fucking, what, Does he cheetah? fight alligators? Was it, is it, is I don't it, think he fights is alligators. Is it cheetah or is it it's like a lion It's a panther. It's like a, it's like a white panther. panther that gets out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is that funny enough, is, he's like, a heat-seeking panther, motherfucker. Well, as, as a filmmaker, too, you could tell when it's shot with a shitty camera, too. Like I'm just like, this thing is shot with like a camcorder. You're like... Fuck. So you've seen Primal? Yes. All right. I enjoyed it. So did I. I mean, it's fun, but like... It was, I mean, it was like, a it was a fun ass movie. So that yeah, you may have to convince me on that one. That one's a tough one, so, dude. It was so fun. I want to read to you my Nick Cage diary entry for that one <laughs> for Primal for Primal because I Today created a this. Tough day. I created this scene. Interior, the office of Lionsgate, two thousand eighteen, two years before Tiger Kim becomes a Netflix sensation. Nicholas Powell, the director. So we got this movie idea, right? What if we cast Nicolas Cage to play an exotic Joe-type character in an updated version of The Most Dangerous Game? Lionsgate executive, who the fuck is exotic Joe? Nicholas Powell. He's a zoo owner in the Midwest who, you know what? Suffice it to say, he's a ridiculous human being. So Nicolas Cage is going to play a ridiculous human being. Pretty much. All right, we're in. Two years later, when Tiger King comes out, Fuck this show. We were so ahead of our time. <laughs> they fucking had it, man. They well, had it, yeah, they yeah, had yeah, it yeah. so long before. No, I agree with you. Like, I watched that. It was like, oh, you guys just, just missed it. But like, you just six missed months, the mark. Six months. Like, so, so close. And Nicolas Cage is actually supposed to play Joe Exotic, or was? And then I saw in an interview where oh. he said, he goes, no, I'm not. You know, it just didn't work out because me and him have nothing in common. You already played him, Nick. <laughs> I'm just well, saying that was, was according to him. He was that movie. And that new fucking show was not good. No. 
it was not. It's not a good one. All right, so let's get right. to the cream of the crop. So we got so like I'll I'll do primal. That's f- kind of fun. Primal that was, is good, that was man. A fun one. I'll give you that. So the have, scene with the monkeys. It's awesome. Yeah. So we have seven movies left, and okay. we are going to rank these seven, focusing mostly on the top five. Top five. Okay. The seven remaining movies are, in no, no particular order, Prisoners of the Ghost Land, Willy's Wonderland, Pig, Color mm-hmm. Out of Space, mm-hmm. Kill Chain. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, yep. and Mandy. Fucking seen them all. Yeah, those are good. These seven tough. are the top. Which one do we think probably belongs on the bottom of the seven? I know which one I have, but I'm curious Ghost to hear Land. what you guys... Ghostland's not good. You don't like Ghostland? I, I turned it off, man. I was like a shitty movie. I kind of liked Ghostland. I, mean, I like, like Ghostland. Again, this is that, only like, seventh out of an, twenty-two. Not, right, so I shouldn't say it's a shitty movie. That's 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 mean. And and um, it was a fun. It was a fun ass ride, dude. He's yeah. literally yelling at a crowd. Hi, fucking yeah. Yeah. Hi, yeah. No. fucking yeah. And then literally standing on top of not a pyramid, but definitely a platform, looking over everyone next to all these guys that are holding rope onto a clock so time doesn't move, and going. And just basically talking about his exploding testicle. His testicle explodes in this movie. That's what he said. <laughs> he holds it up. I turned this movie at 20 minutes because it felt like... I just, I don't know. I told, no, I told you about the testicle I scene. Did. You said you'd watch it. I didn't. Sorry. Just, I, I don't like that movie. So, But why not? You will. Because I've heard this from a bunch of people where they're like... I don't know, man. It just, it this just, is a it, movie it, that feels like it's like flirting with being batshit without. This movie's batshit. I don't know what people are I don't are mean, Absolutely if you're, if insane you watch movie. movie Bad Batch, like, that's even more batshit than like, this thing. Like, like, listen, I just, I, like, this isn't a, you know, but what about isms? I don't need this. But, like, <laughs> I would have tried. <laughs> like, dude, for, he's, literally in a, he's literally in a town, a samurai town with cowboys. What? <laughs> so, so, for me, like, if. On this list, you guys talking about so the Mandy obviously Mandy's number one uh, for oh. me for me personally okay uh, yeah uh, pigs number two like you got all these different things and like there's these there's these stamps there's these these moments you see collaboration between Nick Cage and uh, his collaborators and it felt like this movie was like we got Nick Cage to be in this movie and we're wacky and we're crazy bro he had his testicle blown off <laughs> I don't care <laughs> like he held it up then he I, I, said something in Japanese and yeah. then passed the fuck out it just it, it felt it felt pretty B movie bullshit to me and like what, I, I, what are half of these what mo- are we talking about what are about the majority here? of these movies <laughs> what do you fucking think listen Ma- li- dude Mandy like I know you. Th- uh, everyone says it's a B movie that, that no movie, I fucking loved Mandy that movie is an A movie that movie's a fucking phenomenal film like, it's a wonderful that's film what I'm saying so like listen prisoners of ghostland isn't seventh out of these i, I didn't say no yeah. one's arguing that I, I didn't say it was awful i'm just saying you like turned it's not, it off well i did turn it off but like but apparently like, this was a mid-tier thing that we should have had to apparently even at yeah. number seven we have to convince oh you to watch God. this Yost, i'll watch it worst. again i guess if this testicles explode <laughs> i love trash <laughs> movies but you know what prisoners of ghostland was a was a bridge too far yeah yeah you like know. alien versus predator get off your high horse over yeah there. i'm not on my horse i'm just saying it's not my favorite <laughs> all right like dude you're he's offered you're a car me. and hops on a bicycle no i i get it it I was so. It. I get it. <laughs> like, why I'm not did he do that? Idiot. I get it. Well, because it's like. Ugh. And then when the guy catches up to him, he goes, "Ah, not enough oh, time." All right. Time. I'll get a car again. Like, I mean, like it's bullshit. It I love it's it. It's bullshit, dude. Prisoners of the Ghost Land is in seventh. It should, but be. it's better than Yost is making it out to be. Oh sure. Right. In number six, I think it's probably Kill Chain, even though I fucking love this. Movie. See, that's yeah. so. I was having a problem between Prisoners of the Ghost Land and. I like Prison, and Kill Chain. I like Kill Chain better than Prisoners. Of the I know you do. 
Yeah. I'm talking about where I am at. I know. Tell me where you're at. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, Kill Chain was a lot of fun. I just feel like they're, they, I feel like in terms of, I don't know, because, like, he kind of goes full in the cage, but is a very, a little more, like, a little more reserved, I would say, in Kill Chain. I like that. <laughs> more reserved. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, Prisoners of the Ghostland, like, he does a lot of wild shit while he goes back and forth. Yeah, but... But again, train it was almost like, like a like a living night again, of the living or army of darkness hold, hold, like Bruce Campbell second, moment for second, him. Again, l- l- in these top moments, let's go back oh to the collaborators God. that he he's dealing with, the directors he's dealing with, the people that he's working with, not dealing with the people he's working with. So are they are they missing the mark? Are they not understanding? Are they not harnessing the power of the cage? You know, what no, I'm his saying? name like, is fucking Hero in the movie. Like I don't I'm, I'm I don't saying, know if I I'm really give it. I don't I'm know if saying. I really give a shit on this I'm one. I'm just saying, but like, if we have six films we know that are harnessing that power and we have uh, 16 that are not, like, again, it's like... Who Dude, this is a list of 22 here? movies, a lot yeah. of which were kind of dog shit in a lot of ways. Right, exactly. But, like, this one, again, it's goofy enough where I just think it fits yeah, the mold. Feeling, oh, that's cool. Kill Chain is still kind of garbage. No. Oh, yeah. But it's garbage crime movies, which are directly in my wheelhouse, and mm. I fucking loved it. I really did. The sniper that kills that gets killed in the end, or uh, in the beginning. I don't know anyone's name, oh. but I love that guy. <laughs> I know no one's name. I don't care about. He's any awesome. Characters. He was in. He was in uh, Veronica <laughs> Mars. Love that dude. So when he showed up in this movie, I was like, yes, I'm so, I'm so excited you're here. Um, but no, Nicholas Cage was great in it. It went by quickly, Same. which is meant I was just kind of yeah. lost in it. So I don't know. Kill it's sixth. It's kind of a nice... Yeah, it's six, it. man. Like, it, it's it's where it's supposed to be on yeah. this list right now. All right, so the top five is actually... These are the good ones. I yeah. would give all of these, like, six out of ten or better. Like, these are good. Yeah. In the five spot, I have Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. I think solid. that's fair. So Fun. Yep, Dude, solid. that movie is good just time. so wonderful. It's exactly what it advertises itself to be, which is remarkable, because it's Nick Cage... In an old abandoned Chuck E. Cheese fighting the animatronic monsters. We got to meet him without Syracuse, saying uh, fucking anything. It's like unbelievable. We got to meet the folks at Syracuse Film Festival. They were nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, did you? Yeah, 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 yeah they, right. were, they were really cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, and they were really like, they, we love just making these kind of movies. They were, they were solid. Like they just, yeah, they knew exactly what they were doing. Like he gets so. I mean, the premise of it too is just like these animatronic robots. Well, I guess. Well, first off, serial killers own this Chuck E. Cheese like sort of place they had a satanic suicide ritual yeah, no, then yeah, all of these animatronic yeah. robots inhabited their souls started killing kids yeah. and then started going outward then they started having to trap people and sacrifice them to mm-hmm. them so that's how he gets here they're like oh you gotta clean the place in order for us to fix your car and the, was, so why I'm only going through this is that he's cleaning this place the guy tells him listen take a break make sure you take breaks so when his alarm goes off and he's cleaning and then has to kill an animatronic robot. He takes his fucking break. And yeah. has an energy drink and then gets back to work. And then gets back. Not even only even has just like an energy drink. He Plays makes pinball. love to a pinball machine. Yeah, he sure does. does. Sure does. And it is. And he doesn't say a fucking word. And no. there's some of the greatest scenes yeah. are him in that pinball machine and just yeah. the way, just him taking care he's of it. Like, mm. But, dude, the best part, too, killing the animatronic robots, coming out, he's got to clean the place, cleans up the corpses. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. sure does. I just, I I don't know why, (laughs) just that premise alone delights me. Well, it was a mixture of, uh, it was a mixture of good old horror tropes and a mixture of good old fucking uh, 
cage ropes essentially. And it they, was phenomenal. Like, it, was a, it was a good mixture of everything. Like, so there's no real logic to it, but they do explain the logic to it, and you're brought into the world, and you're not given too much to have to worry about it. He doesn't have to explain too much. He just goes through it. But it's, it's also an inversion of the cage trope, right? Yeah, because yeah, he sure. doesn't say anything. Right, sure. So yeah, you're yeah, using yeah, this yeah, mythos yeah. and this gravitas that he has on camera, and it's just like, all right, don't say anything and just be Nick Cage. But and he it does it, works. But he but he internalizes it yeah. for a degree, yeah, for sure, yeah. So no, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I I love this movie. Like I would put it at the bottom. I put it at like four. It's at four five out of twenty two. Relax. It's not at the bottom. Wow, Jesus Christ! This I mean, dude, I, I and like three. I had I, I even asked a co- like it's a few friends. Again, Mandy, this is my top. I asked a few friends to watch this movie too, and I was like, I don't know how this is going to go over. It fucking delivered. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's so much fun. Because I just knew that that's how this movie was going to be. I'm like, guys, they're like, what's the movie about? I'm like, well, it's just Nicolas Cage, not saying a word, killing a bunch of animatronic yeah. robots. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. yeah. It's All great. Right. So what do you got for number four? four? All right. So in the number four spot, honestly, this is probably the best movie of the bunch. Okay. But I think it probably belongs in the number four spot for this ranking because... Nick Cage is not the lead, and he's not in it that that much. So I'm going Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse at four. Okay. It's a great film. It's love, awesome. I it's so film. good. Right, so and his character in it, too, is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, him playing the noir Spider-Man is hysterical. Just these existential moments of yeah. questioning his no, existence. Yeah. No. no, it's it's fantastic. I would actually, yeah, I, I could see it. Number four, yeah, for like... I think it's at four because Nick Cage isn't in it that much. Like, this is... But he's this is a film like, about Miles Morales, and that's what it's about. Yeah, and the but, animation is like the key here. Mm-hmm. Yes, Nick Cage adds to it. He makes it, you know, a job, Milady Spider Pig. You know, like. <laughs> dude, he has stuff, two yeah. really good lines in this too. Yeah, I like to drink egg creams, and I like to fight Nazis a yeah. lot. Yeah, and then we don't pick a ballroom. I also like we egg just creams. we just dance. Yeah, no, he's he's solid. In it for sure. So good. Just so well delivered. His voice acting is great. That whole, I mean, aside from this whole thing, that whole universe, they're doing another one. Like, oh yeah. my God, dude. Like, just, just what a joy to, like, watch people create and animate and do the whole, it's, it's fantastic. It's yeah, that was really awesome to watch. Yeah. It's yeah. a great, great movie. Yeah. The only reason I have it at four is because the top three all have Cage at we're the doing, center of the we're frame. We're doing Cage. We're doing Cage. No, I get you. For but this deserves everything. to be mentioned because it was a really good movie uh, yeah, that he amazing. was in, oh, for, and he added a lot to it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's get to the top three, then. All right. Yeah. I think in three, I have Colorado Space. Hmm. I would give you that for sure. I never would have thought that I would have had that movie this high, but he that that was such a fun movie. I almost turned that movie off too. Why? Because that guy goes like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "I'm a witch." I'm not <laughs> like like the starts out. You're like, oh, "What HP Lovecraft horseshit is this?" And then like, I mean, it was HP Lovecraft, but like, yeah, I mean, it, but then it gets, but then it gets better, and then it gets even better, and then it gets even better. You're it like, does start like, off yeah. weird. It's it is so. It's just so fucking awkward and stupid, and you're like, well, that's so insane. Yeah, but that's yeah. Lovecraft, right? It's like a little this bit, yeah. feeling of yeah, I, not knowing me, what anyways. the fuck is going on, and so for half yeah. an hour, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? I was in this intrigued, movie? though. Exactly. There's just enough in the movie yeah, to yeah. like keep you intrigued and wanting you to like see more. Well, it's it's always funny with those guys, like uh, Lovecraft and like. In- People are gonna kill me on this, but like Tolkien people, the fucking nerds, like come at you, like <laughs> sorry, gang, but like I mean, like <laughs> they're your people too. You like I, AVP, I, yeah, I know, like it's fine, but like 
They always like, we're come just at gonna, you like we're just gonna mention different alien movies yeah, that you apparently uh, like. Fine, but they come at you like, oh my god, you guys, like let's just like talk about like you know role playing and the sh- like and it, like becomes really awkward and weird. And then like that movie started that way, and then it got bananas, which I really yes. appreciate. Which I really appreciate because like it became like instead of being like precious with like all that material it was like let cage fucking do it let these people do it let, let the whole cast do it I it was almost agree. like they were, they were killing it it, like, it was almost on. like elements of like grand isle and yeah. oh. uh fuck what's the other one that i'm trying to think of mom and dad mm. that like just came to both 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 very recent movies for nick cage just coming together into one movie no and it is and i think what makes it so good is there is a natural devolution i suppose because he's devolving into madness in this movie well, yeah, right sure. yeah, yeah, so yeah. you actually see the parallels between like nick cage the actual person into nick cage 2020 when he's like insane mm-hmm. and it's like watching him actually do that well i wonder if like one forms the other yeah absolutely if, if we're catching little glimpses of his life through the things or he's going back into life with those things like so how well it's that? both and it's and oh, that's right. and that's what you were talking about yeah. with the directors using that. Yeah, yeah, Clearly, yeah. they're using the Nick Cage of it all in his de- like right. descent into madness in this movie. And it's the it's the right collaborators that yeah. know how to work with him through these different processes. Like, I mean, like, dude, I've, I've been nuts after a fucking you know a, a trip to the dentist, and like sometimes like you're not in the right <laughs> mood. Like, how do you harness that? So, but like, if you get abducted by an alien, yeah, well, and Shit gets Bro, real, real fast. We're not abducted. Because um, well, no, that thing was basically like the... Listen, yeah. listen, it was kind of like the thing. The alien. I, went, I went there. Like, I'll do it. Mm. Yeah, bring me along. Yeah, this this had elements of like the thing to me too. Where like thing, it was just like an alien looking for a host. It was trying to fucking exist. Well, Lovecraft, I think mean, he is like the earlier... <laughs> and it was fucking everyone... It was, and it was just fucking everyone shit up. Lo- Lovecraft to me is like the is like the earlier Cronenberg. Like Cronenberg is like... He's like body horror... But Lovecraft was like, he was mind horror, but like he didn't shy away from being like tentacle fucked by like everything around you. So like, there's this like kind of mixture like when you get older with like that kind of shit. It's like, Cronenberg's like, yeah, like I'll TV will fucking devour you, and you know H.P. Lovecraft's like, well maybe the sea or this or this this crystal or something will <laughs> fucking just rip rip you apart. Like, by the so. way, when when that Rock Two first like hit and he's being interviewed, yeah. And the Chiron beneath him just keeps changing to, like, outlandish things about him. Like, something that was, like, kind of close to what he said, but is just an exaggerated, like, thinks he saw a UFO. Like, all these other sort of things that were just kind of making fun of him. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that part. I don't know why. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. No, no, no. Open a crinkly bag on a podcast. It's my cat, man. Toons <laughs> the cat is 16 years of age. She's named after Toons is the driving cat, and she deserves a treat. This is also you with your fucking truly can. It's an oh, audio medium yeah. host. Yeah, well, I don't I'm fucking understand out. it. Man. So sorted out. I'm a visual guy. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I 100%. I'm, it's a solid choice for that number. Yeah. Color Out of Space also looks amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, actually, I'm now curious to see what your number two is because I feel like some of the colors were reminiscent of another movie that's going to be in your top two. I think two. it's Pig or Mandy, one of the two. I'm number wondering. two is Mandy for me. Fuck okay. you. <laughs> Pig is better. I don't think It so. just is. No, I don't think so. But I'll fight you. Mandy, I can feel 
the director jerking off on my face for the first half hour of this movie. And is that not fun? It, no, I didn't like. Not. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like that feeling. It was, that was a really weird movie. That was that part. Like when that happened, I think I because I I unfortunately had to like watch some of these movies in stages. Wait, uh, you had just, not seen Mandy then. I hadn't seen. Oh my god, dude! I mean, I've seen it. <laughs> now you have you hadn't I, seen yeah it i hadn't seen it before this but like so oh, I, I was watching it i had to wa- i watched it in stages and um and the, like the first like bit of it i was just like and it was that scene where he's just like literally jerking off and then she's like laughing at him i was just like what the f- what the fuck is this mm-hmm. and i wish i didn't have to watch it in that manner because like when you look back on it like as a whole this but that movie was yeah. spectacular and 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 it, it, it was very good and just how it went full like grindhouse like violence at the end just the self the, i mean not the self i'm sorry the, the immolation scene was just absolutely absurd yeah. so I agree with you. It's a really good movie. It's definitely my number two. Like I, I agree. It's one of my favorite films in the last twenty years. I it's listen. I get it. Awesome. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. When I when I say that, like I'm being a bit facetious, but sure. like, Pig's good too as well. Like, also, Pig is that awesome. that opening could have been twenty minutes shorter. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no I, I get it. I get it. Like, like I mean, yeah, I like I the know scenes of them in the yeah, car, yeah, but yeah, 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 I know it's delivering yeah. on. Yeah, you know yeah. the yep. feeling and like why he needs to go on this revenge trip, and yes, although maybe but like I got it good if it wasn't that long. Like there's like a certain so this happens a lot too in filmmaking. There's a lot of more like into the mic yost. Should oh sorry, should we should we just get to it? Just let's get to it. Like get to it. Like get you know like get to the point. And like or is the moment going through? Like you know like I watched the Irishman the other day. It was like. I was like, is this the point of it? It had to be three hours, three and a half hours long. And I'm like, there's moments like, maybe it did. Like, I don't know. Like, so, I don't know. There's a, there's a give and take in that. There is. I'm not going to shit on all of, all of long takes. I'm not going to shit on like getting to the point, but I'm just saying like, I don't know. Mandy is kind of, to me, uh, in my life, I've been on this planet for 42 years and Mandy is my top five as a human, as a perfect film for it's, for it's, Whatever it is, man. So, but that's just me. So, like, I, I totally hear you, but I mean, I will say, I do really like the beginning scenes of them just like driving. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It was just really beautiful. I mean, I just probably because the Pacific Northwest is sort of a really beautiful area, but I also d- I've done a lot of LSD, so that could be very much. <laughs> well, yeah, now you have a bias. <laughs> I mean, it's a self indulgent, yes, of course, beautiful movie. Yeah. It really is, but. When I look at the second half of it and how fucking off the rails and incredible it is, yeah, I want to like, watch it. That's right what's now. memorable yeah. about this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yes, the first forty minutes are beautifully shot and like amazingly made, and I respect the shit out of it. But like, if I'm gonna watch that movie again, I'm probably gonna skip most of it and just go to him to, wielding a chainsaw to, in a to, fight to to his wife's yes. in a bag on like fire. pulling a guy by a chain Spoiler. and like have him land Spoiler. into a yeah, chainsaw. Yeah. Like, yeah. thank you, yes, yeah. thank you for that. This movie is fucking awesome when it gets to that shit and no, like. But it was it was custom made for him. Yeah, it we're was. talking Nick Cage. Listen, that's totally fine. That I mean, basically, if we go from Cheddar Goblin scene on, fuck yeah, yes, where he's just like. Suturing himself up and taking yeah. a drink of like an insane amount of alcohol. Let's do it, dude. When he's in that bathroom going mm-hmm. at the bottle of yeah, vodka, what, I was what, like, what, when the whole movie shifts. That's where I was just like, but we're getting Nick Cage, that, full Nick Cage right now. Without I am full that, Nick Cage right yeah, now. Yeah, but without getting that quiet book reading, Nick Cage. <laughs> 
but I didn't need 40 minutes of it. 25 would have been didn't fine. Need it. Didn't need it. Fair no. Enough, like 25 would have been good, and then like it's still fair effective. Enough. I still yeah. don't know that I need a guy jacking off <laughs> in front of me like that. You needed a little bit of that because she needs to die. Yeah, yeah, of course. And there needs to be the slight. There's points. Like, here, we go hit. I don't know when you like. What is your reaction going to be? If not you, Yost, I don't want to hear your answer. But like, what are you going to do if a person is just jacking off in front of you and you're like, I didn't need this, or your hand? You have your hands behind your back again, Yost. Don't don't answer this. No, but like, I, can't. <laughs> I have answers. Yost, stay silent for this whole entire bit. I have answers though. I Please have don't. Real solid answers. I know, and I don't want to hear them. I'm All sleeping right. on your couch tonight, uh, and I don't cool. want to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Louis C.K. <yeah. laughs> All right. So number one for me and Beam is Pig, and it's near yeah. number two. So I think I think this is fine. It's solid. It's yeah. solid. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like again, like here we are in a movie where this gentleman is allowed to collaborate with someone who gives a fuck. Yeah. Uh, like, new. Like, yeah. New yeah, filmmakers. Yeah, 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 first, yeah, like yeah, first yeah, yeah. feature film. And that's what I love about it too. Like because like uh uh, uh I can't say Panos. How do you say his name? The Mandy director. Like he, it was his second film. His dad is a director of his own sort. Yeah, it's not like he's not directed like, Tombstone. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he's not, like not part of this whole thing. But like that was his second film. Like I don't know, like him being a part of these things are fantastic. It's like it's amazing to me. It's like there, there's these beautiful moments where he like is killing it with amazing collaborators and then there's moments he's like yeah well f- we'll fuck this pig for money like i mean to him like you know he literally tells you he doesn't yeah. fuck his pig <laughs> which by the way that was one of my favorite scenes of that movie yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's like trying to find yeah. the underground fight ring yeah. and the guy's going you, you probably fuck your pig and like he then says a bunch of other shit and Nicolas Cage, just before he moves shit, he goes, just the only thing, or I'm sorry, Robin, the only thing he says to him, the only thing he wants to make correct there was, I don't fuck my pig. Yeah. yeah. This movie was fucking fascinating to me in so many ways, but like, first of all, it's kind of billed almost as like a John Wick, where yeah. it's like a revenge mission, but yeah. with a truffle pig, but it's not that at all. Mm. It's like a quiet character study about a man. But empathy. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a very empathetic look. It's yeah, yeah. not actiony at all. I think it's probably the, his best film in a long time, to be quite Yes. Honest. And the view into this world of like fine dining in Portland, mm-hmm. and like I'm very into this whole restaurant thing and this like underbelly of what's going on with it. Like that's fascinating to me. There's so many things about this movie that is just fucking brilliant and, like, so well done. It was such an interesting topic to cover, too. Yeah. And and what I will say, too, is, like you say, this is probably one of his best movies in a long time. I, the fact that he didn't even get nominated for an Oscar is really upsetting because... I really do think that this is some of his finest acting. Yeah. Now, Corey and I have not seen the, the film Leaving Las Vegas. We're going to get to that in a future episode. But I'm sorry, what? Just don't worry about it. Yeah, um, never seen it. Just don't worry about I'm it. I'm sorry, what? Don't. You haven't seen Moneyball. Relax. You're 42. <laughs> yeah, I was like six when that movie came out. Relax. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But anyway, I, I mean, mean that's the goddamn movie. But All like, right. I, so I understand that film is right. out there. But the sure. way that he acts in this, it's like he doesn't go full Nick Cage, which is I know what you're looking for. But he just he has such strong, 
strong moments, whether it's just the way he's the way he looks at someone, how quiet he can be throughout this, the scene where he dresses down a former employee who's now like an executive chef. That that's the scene. best scene in the movie. And that's what I'm saying. Like he has it, man. Like he can do like he's so he clearly to me is dedicated. And then again, we go back to this. For me, he is literally dedicating himself to the craft of of acting and he is kind of in the but this is of, where it's paying in, in, off but, but in the hands of his collaborators he's like he's like i i kind of love this about him he's giving himself to like you're a shitty dvd director but but that's why we're doing yeah, yeah, something yeah, like this yeah. we're talking to yeah, about yeah, him because no, totally. he's just yeah that's the type of person he is i love it i love him about him. I, I think the dude just loves acting i love the fact that he's out and there and what so. and what I love though about Pig, it's like this is sort of yeah. Is this yeah. this is the last movie that he made before uh, unbearable COVID. weight? Yeah, more unbearable weight. Yeah, it kind of felt like you, you know it's just kind of funny, and and not trying to do it in this way, but like we started 2017 to 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 that point. To now, yeah. And it just felt like all going through all of that, and it leads to this film. He needed to go through all that practice to deliver to re-deliver sort of a performance that he can absolutely give. Also, look at it. He is he is recession proof. This motherfucker can do whatever he wants. <laughs> he can. He at is, all times. He, like at all times. Pig is a top five yeah. movie from last year for yeah. me. Like uh, it's, easily. It's, be fantastic. it's so good. No, so that's I, I, I those are good solid tops on the whole thing. I I would say the Spider Verse with you, I'm with you like putting it in four or five, like 'cause just cause it's a it's a Big cast and stuff like that. You're doing that, yeah. But yeah, the rest of it's great. So yeah. So our top five oh. is Willie's Wonderland number five, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse number four, Colorado Space number three, yep. Mandy number two, uh, and Pig number one. All right, I'll let it go. <laughs> it's two against one, but Mandy's yeah, yeah, still number sure. two, and Mandy's it's it's fucking, a strong oh, number two. It's dude, it's a strong number. You want to yeah. put it number one just because of like where it lies within your heart, but like, it, dude, I'm sorry, Pig is just such a great movie. Put up with you. All right, so <laughs> Mandy does belong number one for me in a different kind of list, though. I mean, that's fair because I've been thinking about this. Are we switching gears? We are switching gears to the most Nick Cage of mm. 2017 to 2021. Yes. Wait, no, I gotta, I gotta go back. But yeah, okay. What are the five movies where he was the most Nick Cage? So Arsenal is on here. Oh my god! It can be for you. It's not for me. It has to be though. <laughs> It doesn't have to. I'm be. going. I'm. I gotta go back to the protocol, man. The thing is, it's not in this list. I. I'm putting it in this list. You can't. I can't. It didn't it. happen in 2017 did. through 2021. But it lives in his heart in all the years. Anyway, we need no, to move not, on. No, not anyway. Hold on a second. But no, we are in a different realm. Tangent. We've had our chance to talk about tangent. Pat Lieutenant. Oh my god! You can't just call tangent and then a tangent. tangent. One of the best films ever made. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call. That's your Burn, tangent? I thought this would Burn go longer. Sog. All right, we're going to move Burn on. Sog. I think we should at least name the movies that should be on here. I feel like Between Worlds should be on here. Yes. I think that Color Out of Space should be on here. Yes. I think that I think that Grand Isle should be on here. What do you, what's this list? Maybe. Or at least in conversation. What is it? Willie's Wonderland, clearly. The most Nick Cage. Pay attention. Where instead of are being you? On yeah, just stop Lieutenant. talking about Bad Lieutenant. The well, the most Nick Cage. All right. Bad yeah, Lieutenant. but no, Bad, Bad Lieutenant, Lieutenant is not two thousand. You just are not listening. Bad Lieutenant. Saboteur. 
Oh, from this old era. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Between Worlds, yes. Color Out of Space, yes. yes. Mandy, yes. Sure, yeah. The other two spots are open. Willie's Wonderland occupies one of them. Yeah. Willie's Wonderland, Prisoners of Ghostland? I don't think, I don't think so. he goes full in the cage. I thought, I, no. I thought that was pretty lame, dude. That was a lame movie. We know you did. It's a lame-ass movie. I'm giving you, for that last spot, I'm giving you three choices. Fair. Mm. So we have Between Worlds. Let's let's go through the list again. We have Between Worlds. Yeah. We have Colorado Space. Yeah. Mandy. Yeah. Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. The last three movies in contention for that spot. Primal. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's an interesting choice, mm-hmm. but okay. Mm-hmm. Arsenal. Right. Looking Glass. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So most Nick Cage, though. I think it's probably Primal. I think it's probably Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal man. has so much to do with the prosthetic and hair choices, and not- and also just him like <laughs> having a weird ass fucking accent, he's on, primal, and just he's going on a fucking boat with a fucking lion. Listen, I understand like, panther, 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 but panther. I understand this. Listen, we've addressed this. I know what happens in yeah, the movie. That one, I'm fu- just saying, Arsenal like, doesn't he like try to do like a fucking shitty like South African accent, like oh yeah, it's or awful. something? It's awful. It's fucking bad. That's, that's that's like it's bad. That, and that's great. Yeah. It's yeah. That's fine. But like in Arsenal, I don't know what accent he's got going on there. I don't even know what origin it could possibly come from. But he's just like, you know what? This is probably what this guy should sound like. And he does it. So can I just make the case for why I can't abide by Arsenal being on any sort of list? Please that's fine. Yes. Is there's it because this, of the there's this one scene yep. where Adrian Grenier is sitting at his picnic table in his backyard with his family <laughs> and he's perfectly framed between two American flags and it slowly <laughs> zooms in on him as he's giving a quote about protecting his family and the right to bear arms and bullshit. Uh-huh. This is fucking right-wing propaganda also, yeah, and I can't fucking abide. Also, and fireworks are going off yeah, on the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, pulling, also pulling yeah, yeah. yourself up by your bootstraps. But like... Fuck all the way off listen, with your yeah, right-wing bullshit. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't abide. I no, again, oh, yeah. I am not... What are we talking about here? We're not talking We're about, about good Nick movies. Cage, We're talking about Nick yeah, Cage. Listen, Nick Cage... The terrible prosthetics, the terrible makeup, the weird sunglasses, the the mustache, the 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 hair choice, all of it, <laughs> and the scene where he's killing his brother. I'm sorry, bad, like man. he just fucking gets after it. Now listen, I like Primal fun. as a movie. I thought it was pretty good. Primal's kind of good. Yeah, it's fun, dude. It's fun. It's, it's a fun shit. movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a fun movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something where it's like, all right, that's entertaining. Arsenal, I was mad. You're like, just like actively angry. But were you mad at Nick Cage? No, I was not. See? Listen, <laughs> I will accept it. See? You can put it on the list. Is that, is that the... Uh, is that the uh, you can put it on the listen, list. I'm see? a very agreeable guy, despite what you'd like to it's say. It's last. That's fine. It's clearly last. I'm just letting you know it's under protest it from sounds me, awful. But I'll allow it. I feel like just a few like things I have been under Black protest. Mass, and just like I allowed... A lot of things from you oh, and your fucking yeah, that's nonsense. Right, dude. And you love Aliens vs. Predator. I fucking hate Aliens vs. Predator. It's a <laughs> terrible movie. I'm just but saying. I accept all of my friends' tastes and you. all of their bullshit. And this is bullshit because it's right-wing propaganda and I don't abide by it. I mean, I think it's interesting. I think I think I think it's interesting that you say you accept all your friends' tastes and then call it bullshit. Now, I appreciate it, but <laughs> I can still think it's bullshit and yeah. accept it at the same time. No, no, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, listen, Arsenal, I don't think, is a good movie. It's, it's just so Nick... The Nick Cage in it is Nick well, here, Cage. Here's my thoughts, though. So we've already picked all the top five of the other thing. Don't 
didn't we pick the top five because it was the most Nick Cage? Like, I mean, we no. didn't pick. <clears throat> it's but a not, restrained but, 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 version. But isn't we're Nick, talking about the mythos of Nick Cage. But, we're but, talking about like Nick Cage going crazy. Right. I understand where you're going. But here, l- listen to my thoughts on this whole thing. Is it the if, collaborator thing again? Well, no. If Nick, Nick Cage is the most Nick Cage. Then why would we not pick the most Nick Cage thing of all? It's just, like you're I, holding a skull reciting Hamlet right now. No, right? It's so fucking douchey, and we're moving on. I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have Nick Cage. All right. So, anyways, Arsenal. Just Nick Cage a lot. Arsenal is last, and then that leaves Willie's Wonderland, Mandy. Yeah. Between worlds, color out of space. Mandy's the top. Yeah. Mandy he fights someone with a fucking chainsaw and yeah. is fucking ill. Yeah. yeah. And the scene where he goes off the reservation with the bottle of vodka. Hell yeah. yeah. That's Nick that's Nick Cage. Yeah. I think Willie's Wonderland is second for me. That's fair because when he makes love to a so, pinball machine. It does. It Between does. Worlds is third because he wears an Ed truck an Ed Hardy trucker hat and recites yeah. lines of poetry Over, from his own book. I mean, yeah, because then you can't <sighs> To the dead soul of his wife, it's fucking weird. I mean yeah, no, listen, that's that hilarious. And again hilarious I like that. Oh no, no, no. The whole that's thing of it. He's like the fact slapper. that he's like a trucker too, and like somehow yeah. he's just so convincing as a trucker. Like Nick Cage is not someone who like it's like, yeah, okay, fine. Actually, yeah, you could be a trucker. Yeah. I get that. And that and then color out of space though. I don't know. The evolution of Nick Cage is what that is. The devolution. The devolution. Sorry, you're right. The devolution <laughs> of Nick Cage. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm making it a word. De-evol- yeah. Uh, now he definitely devolves into an insane person, mainly because of an alien. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the best, one of the best meteorite. descents into madness since Jack Nicholson in The Shining, I think. Yeah. Don't at me. I think I agree with this list because, like, that was a good movie, whereas, like, the Ed Hardy version of Nick Cage... Between Worlds is a shit movie, but it's kind of awesome at the same time. Well, see, again... I did not like it. This is where we have the conundrum. We have a very willing and and excited person to, to... Work with people to. You're just upset with people. that people wasted their time. Or they no, wasted no, no, time. no, 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 no. I think it's fantastic that he because again, like if he gave time to someone and it just blew everyone's mind, like that's where the gems come from. So he's that's trying where Pig to, came from. Yeah, 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 he's doing things, man. And now you Michael start, Sarnowski is going to make a fucking career for himself off of Pig, and I you love should, it. Yeah, you, you should, go. you should exactly. start a GoFundMe for Nick Cage. <laughs> that's what I, this sounds like. I don't like. think he needs me, but that's fine. Either, but. Not anymore. He's wearing glittery jackets. He wore a jacket and someone's like, oh, why are you wearing that jacket? And he goes, oh, it reminds me of tree bark and I love trees. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that he seems to be giving himself to the work. So then we should, you know, uh, recognize the work that's being done by the people that are collaborating with him. And we did by our top five. I think so. Which was all made by great directors. I I I think so. I think so. All right, so it is time to get out of here. We are super excited about yeah, I can't wait the unbearable weight yeah. of massive talent. I have to always think about that title. I know hilarious. it's really fucking long. I'm actually looking forward to being silly as shit. So am I. Have yeah. you seen the, the, the previews? Well, yes, yeah, the previews. But have you seen JCVD when John Fla- John Claude Van Damme did the same exact thing, pretty much, where he oh, played himself thing? in a movie? Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. It's yeah. not as goofy though. It's not. It's no, a very he, serious he, movie. I think he was it a is. little it's more very existential. I it's think, so good. It's awesome. Well, JCV, JV, JCVD. JCVD. I think he was a little more like guarded and a little more like he was. Fragile? Nick Cage is going to be. 
Just fuck it. Yes. But, like, Do whatever yeah. you want with this but persona. John claude Van Damme was a little more like... But it was very existential fragile. about what it's like <laughs> to be an action star yeah, 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 yeah. and not be that guy. So it was a very yeah. good movie. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. We are going to go see it opening night and we are going to pot about it. Oh, nice. Okay, great. You want in, Yost? I want in. Man. All right. I think you, you should doing? be. When is it? Next April week. 22nd, Friday From- it comes out. I am going to a double feature that night because The Northman Ooh. also comes out. <gasps> yes. Are you doing a double? Wait, where? Sorry, yeah, we'll talk Jersey. about that offline. Yeah, <laughs> in, in Jersey. Oh. But I'm going to a double feature. I'm watching Unbearable Fuck, Weight first, and yeah, then I'm watching yeah. The Northman. I fucking hate The Witch. I love The Lighthouse, and I'm looking forward to The Northman. So yeah, so excited. I'm very I'm much so looking forward to uh, The Northman we'll as well. Yeah, so. so you know we're gonna fuck the witch by the way we're gonna watch them and we are going to <laughs> jump on a pod about them and you can look forward to that all right fun. we are going to get out of here well we should also mention too we also plan to do another nick cage theme wait you haven't seen that oh that thing yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna do a wait you haven't seen about leaving las vegas because we have not you, seen leaving las vegas which he won an oscar for that shit he did so neither one of you have seen that movie no correct uh, no, yeah, no. I'm Again, not you are forty-two. I, I fuck you, forty-two. <laughs> I was six when that movie came out. Relax. Give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> Relax. Fair enough. All right, we are going to get out of here. You can follow us on Back Porch Media on Instagram, Porchback Media on Twitter. We flipped it. Oh, yeah. We had to flip it. it. We flipped it. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you like to listen to people talk, and you can rate and you can review and you can do all those things because it's nice things to do. Subscribing too. Subscribing's nice. What what in, what incentive are you giving all these folks to do that? Nothing. 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 Just please the kindness of your do you, heart. Do you like us? Please show us. Like just enjoy like hanging out with us. Yeah. Wait. Do you think we need to pay people well, for them know. to like I mean, us? I'm just like you know like. That's not how we do things here. No, like they seem like nice people. That yeah, just like us because we're yeah. we're all right. Especially all, right. all those people in France. All right. Anyway, we're out of here. Yes, Bye-bye. it was a pleasure. Always I hate you. You don't. You do not hate me. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Man. Bye.